You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to season four of Run Up the Score. I'm not even trying to rhyme at this point. That's how good we've gotten at this thing. We cannot wait to bring you another season of prospective fantasy football analysis nowadays, huh, for Don? an NFL season that very well may not happen at all. Uh, you and everyone else, just like Run Up the Score, have probably been affected in some way by the coronavirus, but we are here to bring you the season four debut. It's our Dynasty rookie draft. And Let's go. Scott is actually on the clock right now. With the 101. Yes. Jumping Tom right in. Coming in remotely. Is, am I in Am I in the draft room yet? I'm not seeing you in the draft room. Me no. neither. We've got some serious I'm trying to, to stall climb. out for you, Tom, but I'm running out of time. Stall out, baby. <laughs> oh, you're in. You're in now. Yeah, Tom, you're in. You're good. All right, I'm making my pick. 49 seconds. Well, Scott, let's let's talk a little. Make your pick, and then let's talk about it a little bit. And I made the pick, guys. My pick, my number one dynasty. Uh, it's a guy who's grown on me all year, uh, even early in the year. It's Clyde Ed- edwards Uh Even early in the year, Tom, we had those early picks, and Tom was saying, oh, I'm going to steal one of the top running backs from you. I was like, no, Tom, there's four top running backs because Clyde edwards Alaire is a stud too, oh, yeah. and nobody's talking about him for some reason. So he goes to the dream situation in Kansas City. Kansas City is begging for him. The GM asked Pat Mahomes, give me one guy you want this year. Who is it? Clyde edwards Alaire." Uh, Andy Reid compares him to Brian Westbrook, a better version. So I'm geared up for him. Yes. So I decide I want to trade up and get him. Yeah. So I had this, the 102 and the 104, and uh, I used the 104 and Terry McLaurin to trade up to the 101. There you go. And uh, once I had the 101 and the 102, people started to get hyped about Jonathan Taylor, and I flipped the 102 for Julio Jones. Well, hey, speaking of which, Jonathan Taylor just went second overall, which leads us to Tom, who had the third pick. And Tom, who have you taken? I've chosen to go with Akers here, Cam Akers. The thing about him is I don't want to go Dobbins because I am the Baltimore Ravens in the Dynasty League. That is true. And Swift just isn't going to impact me quick enough. And for that reason, I want to see some quick impact here so I can get out there and uh, hopefully make a run at the ship. Yeah, okay. Uh, the picks are actually flying off the board right now. I'll do a quick recap. Uh, we got DeAndre Swift, who just went after Tom took Cam Akers from the Rams at pick four. CeeDee Lamb goes picks, pick five. Uh, obviously, Dallas taking that receiver to shore up their receiving core, no matter who plays quarterback for them. Justin Jefferson, the Vikings answer to the Stephon Diggs trade. We got a lot of offseason moves to get caught up on, obviously, uh, before we get the season started, which we will do. Justin Jefferson goes pick six. Jerry Judy, who's on Denver now alongside Cortland Sutton, goes pick seven. seven. That was a surprise. I thought he was going to go running back. Yeah. And now it's one pick before mine, and I'm hoping that it falls the way that I need it to because this is going to be some very exciting things that happen on run up the score uh, if we're making the pick right now. Uh, but so, Tom, let's say you were in Scott's position with the 101. Are you also taking Edwards Hilaire, or are you that sold on Cam Akers? Oh, I'm not that sold on Cam Akers. I would okay. take Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, I, th- I think and I would have, too. And as much as Scott tells the story of how you know we were talking shop about running backs, he can vouch that you know Clyde Edwards Hilaire was always a guy that was going to be on my PPR like oh, yeah. vision board here, like yep. a dream. I kind of wanted him to go to the 49ers, them to clean house. I thought he'd be a really cool weapon the way they like to get people in motion and everything. Um, obviously, Kansas City is a dream scenario as well. So We had him the going moment, to the Rams in our heads for a little while too. The moment that happened, he catapulted to the 101 in this draft with a bullet. 
He has everything a Kansas City running back you would imagine would need, right? It's like, okay, they love to throw, so give me a guy who can catch. All right, let's give him the best, one of the best receiving Yes. Tom, Tom's arms are raised in victory as Henry Ruggs of the newly minted Las Vegas Raiders. Scott, for the prop bet pool, we're going to need to set an over-under on how many times I call them the Oakland Raiders when we do the weekly previews. The classic San Diego LA Because Kashawn Vaughn, the new running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, sorry, the Tampa Bay Gronkineers, <laughs> is there. I am taking Kashawn Vaughn, and I'm not taking him for my team. I'm actually taking him for Tom's team because Let's, Kashawn we're all Vaughn here. is going to be drafted or to be is going to be sent to Tom's team as a package deal, and I'm getting in return Latavius Murray, who is the handcuff to Alvin Kamara, who I have on my on this team. My team name, obviously. Camara virus and I will also be getting back Alexander Madison the backup or well the future starter of the I pick Minnesota with the Vikings. second pick in the second round JK Dobbins somehow still out there I am praying I'm, if if Tom and I didn't hadn't agreed to the trade in principle before the draft started I would have taken Dobbins and for those of those those ruts diehards out there know last year early in the second round Scott gets DK Metcalf we're getting another double initial guy in the second round that could end up being a steal and a league <laughs> and a potential team swinging move uh, in the second Please round of Lord. these rookie drafts. Well, let's just uh, let's set the floor a little. There is a, this is a twelve man league, so this would be a monster slide. Yes, he's free falling. I think, in my opinion, right now yeah. already. But now, he is Vander- best available. Yes, and he's been the best available talent for a while. Yes. But he's best available on the screen, which, as we know. Is dangerous because just people went. just feel that. <laughs> oh, and he goes, okay. Yeah. He just went. And now we'll never know. So what's tough for me is, like, there's not a lot of appealing. My receivers are pretty good just because I, I just acquired Julio. So I'm not really looking yeah, for, right. like, a young receiver. And you guys know I love to draft backfields. So, especially in Dynasty, I like to own backfields. So I'm really looking at Anthony McFarlane from Pittsburgh here. Is he it's Booger's a- son? No, oh, okay. no, no relation. Did you know Booger's God. name is Anthony? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that's why I asked. I was like, Wait. and he's Anthony McFarland Jr. Junior. Oh wait, maybe it. I don't know. It I don't know. It's not. There's no relation. There's no. Yeah, relation. Can you no. look it up, Don? Because I'm not yeah. drafting him if that <laughs> if that's the case. Well, well, Tess, uh, that's my there's, boy. <laughs> there's no relation, but um, yeah. they're both both of them are simultaneously related to uh, Seth McFarland. <laughs> yeah, it can, he can't be his son because uh, Booger doesn't like his running backs to catch the ball, and Anthony McFarlane's actually a pretty good receiving yeah, back. Yeah, so that's. I I get that joke, Scott, and man, <laughs> I just got PTSD from that interview. Dude, that was the worst thing I saw this that this summer. <laughs> he technically still has the Monday Night Color Commentary job. Never that was. I don't understand. That was one of the most disrespectful like things I ever Don, saw. Can you see who just went? Oh, I'm on the clock. It's Michael Pittman, Michael two hundred one. Who yep. went with the last pick in the in the first round? Let me go back. This this format oh, just like changes. Antonio Gibson, running back, Washington. Antonio Gibson. Okay. Yeah. So I'm on the clock now. I'm looking around. Pick. There's other running backs I like, but they're more like handcuffs. Like I like Zach Moss. I think he's a good player, but I don't really see him supplanting Devin he's Singletary. I think he's just going to be more like a Frank Gore. Yeah. So I think yeah, I'd rather and just Josh like, Allen, man commit to my backfield i'm looking at receivers and there are receivers i like but like i said i'm pretty stacked i, I don't really need mims i think he's going to be a little ways away because i think darnold's really going to pepper jamison crowder i guess it's probably for another episode 
So I'm going to go ahead and take my guy. I'm actually kind of high on McFarland Jr. He's a sneaky player who has like that strong build, you know, where like he's he's like a small guy, but he's compact. He's like Edwards Alaire, and he could take some damage. So I think that there's a chance that if Connor gets banged up, this guy actually becomes their starter. Zach Moss does go next. Uh, so Scott kind of. You were right at the edge of the coin flip makes, there. It makes sense, and that's um, a good pick. I'll tell you what. Interesting uh, development. A lot of people in this league were expecting Joe Burrow, Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, right, to go in the of first course. round. He's still out there. The Bengal King. There was rumors he was the 101. There were rumors that he was the 101, which is, I mean. Very interesting. Yeah. Not from Scott, but, but no. prior to Scott's uh, acquisition of Many the Many things have changed yeah. since then. This is It was a wild ride. Still well, you know no- what? That guy... To his credit, he just needed some stuff to help out his team. He made some really good trades before after he said that, and his team is looking a lot sharper. And mm-hmm. then he traded it away, so I think he's doing a really good job. Yeah. Um, but I tried to run up and get that 101, which prompted Scott to compete, and uh, he was the ultimate winner of yeah. that prized pick. Yeah, it was a uh, it was hotly contested. It wasn't just us in the running either. There were it was like it was really interesting. It felt like a real NFL deal because oh, yeah. there were people like offering like him trades after our trade got processed. It was like everything everyone yeah. was trying to process it in real time, <laughs> and I was trying to just get it done so quickly because I knew that Tom and a couple of my other buddies were coming with yeah. offers to him. I was like, okay, if he agrees to something, I need to accept it immediately, or else yeah. I might not have it in the next right. five minutes. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, and have we talked about the Julio trade yet, or Tom's Odell trade? We got a lot to cover we, with how we these teams Julio, have been managed. Uh, Julio trade was a flippant mention. It just like yeah. got in there and got out of there. But that's kind of how that trade went. It just yeah. came in and went out of nowhere. Scott got a great offer for Julio. Had to take it. Had to um, take it. I got a decent offer, I'd say, uh, as long as Odell Beckham returns to form. So I got Odell and DeAndre Hopkins now on the team, which, funny enough, I was thinking – you know, I remember getting DeAndre Hopkins when we started up, and I got him at wow. like the fifth or sixth pick or something. And he was my 101 at the time. Uh, right. Obviously, he was with Deshaun Watson at the time. Both young guys, receivers have a long shelf life, and Odell would have been my 102. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's funny is, is if we started up, I would have my two, you know, my top two guys. Is that the same these days? I don't know, but I'm happy right. to have them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All righty, so a few picks have gone off the board. Evans from Tennessee goes off the board. Uh, Darrington Evans, very interesting yeah. pick. Yeah. I think he's going to become a guy like a must handcuff because we don't know what's going to happen with right. uh, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Does is that the Derrick Henry owner though? No, oh, right? It no, binged off. Looks like Don's turn. Yes. T. Higgins slid all the way to two oh eight. That's a steal for yeah. who got him. That's a really nice. Pick. Denzel Mims round two pick six as well. By the way. Um, Actually, the a guy had back-to-back picks. He took the two guys I was hoping to get at least one of between Mims and A.J. Dillon from the Packers. I have Jamal Williams in this, and I feel, I feel like Dillon is the guy to replace Jamal Williams, not necessarily Aaron Jones, who we saw you know, the Packers really commit to towards the end of last season. So I'm in an interesting spot. I do have – I did just cut Jalen Hurd uh, because of roster limitations, yeah. and now I'm looking – and the number one rookie wide receiver available right now is Brandon Ayuk from San from San Francisco, who first round pick, far slide, yeah, yeah. is um, and I, I think Jalen Rieger got taken, correct? Yes, yeah, he went early, the first round, uh, which early. I think was a good pick, though. Yeah, agreed. I think he could be awesome. Yeah, I mean, if he can stay healthy, he's going to be the only one they got for sure. But uh, but I'm taking Ayuk here, basically doubling down on my or basically 
re-upping my Jalen Hurd need. Uh, Ayuk probably going to hopefully slide into nice that Emmanuel pick, Sanders role. And I need running back far more than I need wide receiver. But I'm looking at a lot of guys who I could probably plug and play that I don't think people are looking at who have some experience in the league. And therefore, I'm kind of off of those guys until I can maybe get another one in the fourth round. Right now, I learned my lesson from last year. If you guys remember the dynasty rookie draft that we recorded from last year, my draft was a complete disaster. On all accounts. No, you got the Bills D. And I got Gronk. <laughs> I got Gronk a year early and then <laughs> and cut, cut him, him because I was like, he's not and then coming cut back. Him, you, still don't, you don't even have him now. No. Awful. Sad. You should have stuck to your guns with Gronk. I know. I really should have planted my flag in the ground, but that's how you learn. You make mistakes. Joe Burrow there off the goes. board. 210. Wow. It's a good value. It's a great value. <laughs> no kidding. All right. I'm on the board. Um, it's worth mentioning that there. There are guys in this draft that are not rookies, actually. Yeah. Um, obviously, we they've just mostly been dropped by people, so they're pretty fringe candidates. But as yeah. we get to the second half of this draft, they're going to look more and more appealing. Absolutely. Um, am I there yet? No. Uh, who am I going to take? Joshua Kelly yep. of the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. Uh, nice pick. He has a position here where he can really work into a lot of carries. I got this pick in the Odell trade, and... In my head, it said Joshua Kelly all over it. Right. If he can compete with Justin Jackson, the wokest man on Twitter, uh, I think he <laughs> Listen, can. He's too busy on Twitter. Josh Kelly's going to be putting in the work on the field. Yeah, and, and this is my third running back in the draft right now. Oh, wow. Do you have any more left, or is that it? How do you mean? Any more spots left? What, roster limitation? Yeah. <laughs> I think we uh, we abolished that. Really? Oh, we did. Okay. That was. I, uh... cried. I cried and cried and cried. I know. As I, you should have. Yeah, I supported your crying. Cry on, brother. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like I don't have any spots left. <laughs> I tried. Oh, it was too no. late, though. So the last pick in the uh, last pick was Chenault, from, uh, who's now on the Jags. You know, I kind of like him. I was Me and Don were talking to him yeah. before the episode. He's going to do a lot of different things. We're talking about a potential Wildcat quarterback. We're talking LaVisca about a guy who can his first play out of the backfield and play the – It was I think they called it the F-type tight end, which is something I've never heard of before. Sure. I think it just means a big slot type of receiver, yeah. which he's shown the capability to be able to do all those things at a high level in college. He's an interesting guy. I, I hope they don't get too gadgety with him, though, and they just let him play every down. I think he had a core surgery, which um, affected his draft capital a little bit. Yes. But all indicators are that he's healthy and you know should be an impact player. Maybe he would have gone higher. Maybe he would have had more publicity around him. Maybe he would have been a bigger fantasy football guy had he not ran into yeah. that injury. But sometimes that helps you create a value pick yeah. like someone just got. Deshaun Jackson at the top of the third. Value. Um, we got IR spots, so it's good. Yeah. <laughs> we only got one though, and you know he's he's got it now. <laughs> so Joe Burrow's gone. I'm, I wanted to ask both of you. This, this. pick used to be my pick, actually. Right. Uh, the 302. I used it last year. People probably won't remember, but it gave me the leverage, <laughs> and that's why I want to bring it up. It gave me the leverage to get two first round picks this year, and they were both early. And then you see what I end up with, right? I end up using it to get the first overall pick in Julio Jones. Yeah, so, so people really value those draft picks and what me and Tom have been talking about as well, too. It's almost like, and I don't want to speak for Tom, so I'll speak for myself for this part, but I think he'll agree. If you just kind of like punt one year and just trade your picks to a team that like you don't think maybe will be that good, even if they don't make the playoffs for the next year, right? So maybe one draft year you don't do that well. 
But the next year, you have so much leverage over everyone, and it creates an opportunity for you to do something crazy. With oh, tough pick for me. As Chase Claypool from the Steelers goes, uh, he was a guy I was looking to get here in this third round, but alas. Uh, I did bring up Tua and Justin Herbert. Do you guys think both of them will be drafted? Dude, I am praying that Tua makes it to me. <laughs> I have the I have the the second pick in the fourth round. That's my next available pick, and I have Fitzpatrick, so it's perfect. Yeah, I'm coming up on the clock, but I'm not going to take him, so you'll be happy to hear it. Thank and you, Scott, Tom. yes, I love the gamification of these things. I think um, a weird sneaky strategy that if I say it out loud, no one will let me do, but is I just trade all my picks for the following year, and then I get them back at another point by trading yeah. away the picks for the following year. You know what I mean? Yeah, as long right. as you just as move long your as picks up a year. Yeah, and then as you have the best the of both continues, worlds. It's a foolproof strategy. It, it's better if the league ends. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> true. Then Sorry. you would have really taken advantage. Very yeah. weird pick just went off the board with uh, Okwebunam. Yeah, he was. Sorry, um, he was Drew Lock's Noah tight Fant end owner. He was Drew Lock's tight end. That's right. He was Drew Lock's tight end. So that that is speaking the... of speaking of which, as Tom's on the clock and he sorts through his play his player queue to make his pick, Drew Lock is available in this draft. Would either of you take him <laughs> over Tua or Justin Herbert? I'm gonna pick a I'm gonna pick a quarterback here because I kind of feel like I need one and I like the the prospects. Uh huh. But I think I'm going to pick Tua. I, I think his upside's a lot higher if yeah. he makes it. If not, I literally, my cue is all quarterbacks right now, and I'll tell you the order. It's Tagovailoa, and then Drew Locke, and then Gardner Minshew, and then Justin Herbert. Okay. Interesting. Tom, what are we thinking about with this pick as Alan Lazard just went the pick before you? Uh, well, you know, I, I do have another running back on my mind. I'm not complaining, though, because he really may go undrafted. We'll make our trade, make it official, and then I can probably pick him up. So right now I'm definitely looking wide receiver. Um, I've got a couple guys, a couple ones that I just have like, you know, field in my palms, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm taking my time. I'm shopping around and I just want to, I want to get the pick right. Doing the, doing the scroll, making your clicks. You got to make your rounds. Exactly. I'm making the rounds for you too. I haven't really seen too much to get excited over, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I can't believe those tight ends went. That was a bit of a shock. And I'm also surprised that of Komet the also went, yeah. receivers, uh, Alan Lazard went over Anthony Miller, who's available. Yeah, Trayvon yeah. Smith out I'm there, Josh Reynolds, our beloved. I, I would take a shot on Anthony Miller here if I was going with someone who wasn't a rookie. Yeah. And I might. Um, he's also definitely, got Miles Boykin, who's coming into his second year. He's yeah, but I have Hollywood. the red zone threat. I'm just throwing a name out there. Obviously, I've mentioned Jalen Hurd, who missed all of his all of last year, KJ recovering from an injury. Player uh, for Denver as well. Yeah, he's a, a tiny guy, really very small. Yeah, and Tom goes Gandy Golden. Ooh, interesting. That was a deep dive. The Gandy Man. Uh, you know, the Gandy Man can, and <laughs> the Gandy Man will for my team. Yeah, um, I've been I interested like in this guy. There's there's a big circle of hype around him, and so far I've really just been getting everything I wanted. So I don't want to. You know, I don't want to sound too confident with it, but I may as well take a uh, a flyer pick here on somebody Absolutely. Uh, who can be an impact it. player that's not so clearly defined. Not that Anthony Miller is. You know, he's almost been a double touchdown <laughs> or double digit touchdown candidate. Right. I think he maybe was two years ago, but he's not like I can't hitch my wagon to him, right? So I'm gonna take my shots on the rookies in this thing, see how it works out. And if yeah. no one wants Anthony Miller, then no one's gonna want him later on either. Yeah. yeah, I think Don's gonna pick him coming up here. He's a good pick. No, There's you're no, not I, going with him. Nope. 
I think Josh Reynolds is a decent pick. What you could yeah. do here is, is you could go um, Josh Reynolds and take the uh, Rams receiver Van in the Jefferson. fourth round. Yeah. Van yeah. Jefferson. No, I think he and, wins. Uh, yeah, he did. did he Van he win? went third pick in the third wow, round. Wow, he did. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. So if I was More him. like Van Wilder, am I right? <laughs> I would probably take Josh Reynolds in the fourth round and yeah. then just have the starter. Well, Tom, we'll get to that in a Tua moment. Tua just went. Tua yeah. goes. So Scott's next pick is going to be a nail biter. I'm actually going <laughs> with a running back. It's going to be interesting. There's really no running backs, and a lot of the ro- the rookies of note have been taken. I think we can all agree on that. But there's a running back out there who had multiple RB1 weeks last year. And I'm taking him, and I'm hanging it over the guy who owns the starter's head. Jill I'm taking Samuel? Gio Bernard. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw him out there, which is crazy. He's out there. If Joe Mixon's hurt... Gio Bernard has been an RB1 every week. He's started with Joe Mixon on the bench with an injury. I'm going to take him. I'm going to see what I can get from the Joe Mixon owner, potentially another pick, as we've talked about. It's all about you know getting these picks and using them as capital to maybe get proven players, just like Scott and Tom have so successfully done in this offseason for this league. But I, even if I don't get him, I like Gio Bernard just as a guy. Like If Mixon fills in, RB2 is the weakest position on my starting lineup, and yeah. if I can have that insurance policy listen i'm not wishing any injury on joe mixon but he's been there every time so that's yeah, where he, i'm at with this he's not guaranteed to show up is the yeah. funny thing uh so that's what piqued my interest when i saw Gio bernard don if you need some running back recommendations now that i'm literally not allowed to pick them which i <laughs> cried and cried about uh and i will cry again uh, there's I'm some out a, there i'm seeing a few guys um, even of the rookies, there's a couple interesting ones for me. Lamichael P. Ryan. If yep, I was uh, the Jets, if I was the DJ Dallas, just went, which was a pretty nice pick because he's the Carson owner. He was uh, on the tip nice. of my tongue, Scotty. That would have been the next guy. So I'm actually yeah. out of yeah. names to recommend of people that are highly interesting yeah. to me in the running back position. We've yeah, also my, got uh, my picks about to come up actually. And yeah, I'm trying to go through and find. We've also got Naheem Hines, back. who's still out there. Six touchdowns last year. I, I'm not writing him point. off. Well, especially working with Phil as a dump down guy, he he could be really useful. But you know, I'm not allowed to pick him. No, well, I'm, a, I'm on the clock. I got a minute and 45 seconds to go here. Um, like I said before, I'm pretty set at receiver. Landed a stud with Julio in the off season. Uh, running back, I just got a lair and I got uh, McFarland early on. I think it's time. Like I really, there's not really much else for me to take really besides a quarterback here. Drew Locke. Uh, there's, there's actually some good options, Tom. Do you, between the the guys available, you're looking at Darnold, Drew Locke, Minshew, and really Herbert. You think Locke's probably the pick, though, right? I think he's the pick just because of how much they loaded him up. And right, you know, it, I say it all the time. Oh, if he can throw a little dump off to Melvin Gordon or Philip Lindsay, and they get a touchdown out of it, that's touchdown passing for him. Right. I think he has that opportunity with everyone on the field. Even Royce Freeman can catch a ball. And Sutton, Judy, Fant really came on at the end of the year. Scott, yeah. I know how you feel about Noah Fant. Yeah, I'm a huge fan guy. And like Tom said, um, you know, they just added the, the tight end for, uh, from Missouri that yeah. was his tight end. They also added a couple offensive linemen, and all that spells well for the quarterback. I end up taking Drew Locke. I mean, I, the, I think, he's, I think he actually teams, has yeah. a potential to be the two teams really good. I'm happy that with the did pick. the best job supporting their young quarterback this year were the Jets and the Broncos, probably coming in second behind what the Jets did. I mean, the Jets letting Robbie Anderson go a tough one, but they get Denzel Mims, who maybe was my favorite receiver in this draft, like just an absolute combine freak and a highlight catch machine. Like that's the kind of guy you want to get into your camp and get the trust of your quarterback sure. behind quickly. I mean, 
and Darnold had some good moments last year. You know, the Jets Damn. were last in pace of play, but I don't know. I'm excited for the Jets team. I think they did a great job so far. Cam uh, Newton is available, but he doesn't float up because he's not on a team. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's out he there. He was cut. It, Someone just cut him before this draft. Yep. Yeah, I thought about potentially going with him there, but it, there's just no guarantee that that guy's going to play yeah. another down. Which is so crazy. Yeah, I would be it's nuts to think about. I would be immediate to pick him up if he signed literally anywhere, though. Yeah. So I guess, based off that logic, I probably should have just drafted him there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Uh, Jacoby Myers is available for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Tyler Johnson, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, might be the pick for me at 407. Yeah, there's a huge. There's nobody within the top 150 at running back. Uh, Naeem Hines is floating around. Samuel's still out there? Yeah, I think so. Jalen Samuel's still out there. Cephas from him. Detroit and Benjamin from Arizona just but went that's the last the few picks. that's why I drafted McFarlane and drafted him early. Like, yeah. I think I think Jalen Samuels is done. I think he's the one that loses out because Connor's not going to get as many touches. It's been reported everywhere, and obviously he shouldn't. He's not a 25-touch back. It's obvious. He hasn't made it through a season yet, but he can be really effective on, like, 15 or so touches. So you got to mix it in, and that's why they draft this new guy. But he's not, like, a pounder like Benny Snell is who they would actually, you know. So Benny Snell's role is not going anywhere. No. And I think it's Samuels is the one that's the odd man out. K.J. Hamler from Denver, as Scott mentioned earlier, as a potential target for all of us, just went. Uh, with the 405, we're at 406 now. Uh, Tom, we Scott and I haven't spoken to you in a little while because of this whole quarantine thing. Haven't seen you in even longer. What's been your favorite quarantine activity besides mock drafts? Um, you know, I'm just. Do we busy. actually want to know? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a Peloton. Oh yeah. So I ride that, John. All the all the day. And I have a and I have a gym in my garage, That's so I'm good. uniquely positioned for uh, for quarantine. Activity. For quarantine, yeah, <laughs> I can I can take the long nap here. Yes. Good, <laughs> that's good to hear. Are you uh, are you staying uh, mentally healthy? Yeah, you know, I, right now I, t- I took a walk before this draft. I can I can taste color. I can see sound. Oh, yeah, I am yeah. ready to go, and I might even just make a crazy pick here. You're on the <laughs> clock right now. I know, I know, buddy. What are you going to do, man? <laughs> it's crazy because this draft lobby shows you all the other players, right? So, like, yeah. someone that I let go was Dawson Knox. But he's, like, he's kind, of a, he's kind of a good pick right now. Yeah, he's kind yeah. of a better pick than the other tight end that I'm considering. Gerald, um, uh, No, let's see here. <laughs> you, um, I'm going search deep? function. Oh, yeah, you're going way deep. Ross it's Dwelly. not even working. <laughs> Ross Dwelly. Maybe he got picked, dude. Oh, my God. The dude from uh, the Pats? Yes. Oh, Devin Asi Asi? No, the other one. Oh. There's two? There's always two. Oh, um, no, it's not. I found him. Troutman? I found him. Oh, okay. You found him? Yeah, this this pick is going to bring down the house. Yeah, Tyler Johnson, I love you. I don't, actually. Yeah. But I've got enough receivers to go around, and you're too crowded. So I'm yep. just going to take a shot, especially since I'm the George Kittle owner, and I'm just going to go with a Patriots tight end from Virginia Tech, Dalton Keene. And you know Ooh. what? I'm real keen on this pick. I think it's a good one. Yeah. And uh, welcome to the Tom Hillier experience, yeah. Dalton. Glad to have you. <sighs> All right. So I got one. I, there's one pick until mine. Uh, gentlemen, what's one thing that you've caught up on streaming through this quarantine that you would want to recommend to the people? Anything 
of note. Obviously, we've all watched the Tiger King. Um, of course. There's a lot. There's a lot that's come out. Yeah. I think Ozark has been the best thing I've seen. The okay. Third season of Ozark. It's been the best thing I've seen during the quarantine, though. Ozark rocks, no doubt about it. Uh, Better Call Saul just wrapped the fifth season. Oh, oh, Don, only one more. Done. So pick. here's the thing about this pick. Lamichael Piran just went. I think that's a great pick, pick at the end of the great fourth. Pick. Here's the thing about my pick, though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Good pick, great pick. Because here's the thing. <laughs> doesn't matter. Tom, the trade is Kashawn Vaughn. For Latavius Murray and Alexander Madison. So you have to drop someone. I'm going to have to drop somebody. So this pick is going to be who I drop, and I'm taking Cam Newton. Interesting. Yeah. Why don't you just... What's up, Tom? Why don't you just drop someone for me and add him to the trade? (laughs) You want Cam Newton? No. Can I tell you who I want? He already picked. I already picked him. (laughs) Oh, damn it. Classic Don draft strategy. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I but my going, so don't worry about it. Who would you? Have I can't tell you until waivers clear though. Oh, I can't tell you. Everybody goes on waivers. It's right. It's okay. Buddy. But my guy's in the six hundred, so you're he's okay. safe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but no, those like, are where my guys live. Of course, especially at tight end. <laughs> my guy was in the six hundred, so. I think he's going to I'm happy clear. there's some there's still some starting quarterback options out there. I'm still going to be playing the the quarterback. Is it Deshaun Kaiser? I'm like the only person in the league that does the like weekly quarterback in a dynasty uh, league. It's just so ridiculous. It's, it, it's also it's terrifying. So it's, it's because so, it's like I I obviously our strategy is not to take quarterback. So I took the same strategy in dynasty and I will say maybe It earned you one, Andrew Luck. I know. I did Vernay from Luck, Baltimore just retire, went... I'd be fine, but still Sam Darnold goes, who was not drafted, and that's going to do it. And that's the draft. Yeah. All right. So let's take a look at the halls from your Ruts boys. Now, we'll start with Scott, who had the 101, used it on Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, had the 102, traded it for Julio Jones. So I'm including that in Scott's draft hall. I'll go through the whole whole scenario. The whole hall, uh, it all happened over this week, which was pretty awesome, which is another piece of advice I'll say. Once you get the early picks – you hold them and you hold them tight till the end because it's only at the end that people get the most desperate and like the you know they desire these these Jonathan Taylor's always on the Colts he's with the best line ever I'll give up Julio for him and then that's when you're there and you're ready to take it right strike so I ended up I traded you know in the DK Metcalf trade from last year I ended up acquiring a first round pick uh, so I ended up with the the second overall pick and the fourth overall pick the guy with the first overall pick was like I want to trade back. So I gave him McLaurin, which I'm kind of deep at receiver, so it was okay, especially with the next trade that comes up. But I move up to, to the 101 to presumably take CEH and Jonathan Taylor and really re- rebuild my running backs, which I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of need. I desperately need. But when someone offers me Julio Jones, I accept the trade. That's yes. been the history of my fantasy career, and it's worked out pretty well so yeah. far, I'd say. So I'm sticking to it. He offers me second pick for Julio straight up. I take the deal. So my haul ends up being uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, first overall. Uh, my Basically what equates to what I had as the second pick is Julio Jones. Um, in the second round with the second uh, overall pick, the 202, pick 14 overall in this draft. I reach for Anthony McFarland because he's the backup in Pittsburgh, and I do think that if Connor leaves, there's a really good chance he's the starter next year. Yeah. Another interesting tidbit about him is that Mike Tomlin's son played quarterback at Maryland, I believe, mm-hmm. with him. Oh. And their running back coach is now the co- the running back coach 
with the Steelers. So there's a lot of familiarity with McFarland, and I think that he'll be used not only immediately, but they can try to expand upon his talent. Who would have thought Anthony McFarland Jr. would have family ties in the NFL, and it's not Anthony McFarland? Right. <laughs> like, nuts. Very, very crazy. But uh, he actually has a pretty interesting scenario. Yeah. And I didn't pick again until the 402, which was pick 38. Uh, and I ended up picking Drew Locke. I wanted to take a quarterback the whole time. I honestly thought from the beginning it was going to be Gardner Minshew because he was already cut, it, either him or Herbert. But uh, Drew Locke stuck around out there. And I'm glad to get Drew Locke. I think he's yeah. probably a top 20 quarterback uh, in dynasty format. And I didn't have one of those on my roster before this started, so I'm happy about you that. You can say whatever you want about Drew Locke. He puts on for his city. Between Drew Locke. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tyrod Taylor. I got three options to start the year that I can, yeah. you know, plug and play, which is what I love yeah. to do. Uh, Justin Herbert went undrafted, Scott. So maybe another guy that you can take a look at in the Absolutely. free agent pool. I know you yeah. really like it, Her Herbert's athleticism. Yeah, we were talking about him before the draft. Yeah. I think Herbert's really interesting because uh, Anthony Lynn really said, you know, I want my quarterback to be mobile. Like I want my quarterback to run, and that's why he likes Tyrod so much. Well, uh, Justin Herbert compares physically almost exactly. Yeah, Josh Allen, who is a great runner of the ball, and I think that Herbert has that capability in the NFL. Sure. Uh, Tom was fumbling with his mic before, so I'm I'm going to go now, unless he's got some objections. Well, I was going to say that Scott has a uh, top quarterback if he has Tyrod. That's true. Thanks, Tom. Always true. Uh, Tom, do you want to run down yours next? Uh, surely. I... Started off the draft with Cam Akers. I think he'll be an immediate impact guy. I think that was why I chose him over some other uh, sexy options. Long I traded the like 107 in a trade, gave away the 107 and Robbie Anderson. In return, I got uh, the 211 and Odell Beckham. So basically, I got Odell Beckham in the first round. Very happy with that. With the Not 211, bad. I took Joshua Kelly. But before that happened... Don and I agreed to a trade in principle where I get Keyshawn Vaughn, and I am through the moon about that. And if you've heard all these other picks that I have, they're all running backs, and I ran out of running back rosters and <laughs> a roster space, so I didn't really need to uh, stockpile receiver. I feel good about it because I have running back depth, even though I'm trading them away to Don. Right. And I got Gandy Golden to round out that receiving core. Um, I have good receivers. I even have Golden Tate this year, so I've got two Goldens on my squad. He's got but he's Golden, sneaky this year. Golden I love Tate's going to surprise people this year. I bet. Yeah, seriously, he's part of why I don't mind going so running back heavy because yeah. I think he'll be usable for at least this year. The running or the Giants did not draft any wide receivers, so I think I can sneak him in if I had to if things get really grim. Sure. And then four oh seven, you know, a Joker's pick. I take Dalton Keene, but I'll I'll, I'll see if <laughs> anything hits with that. Yeah, right. just is what it is back there. Drop him for yeah. week one when we both need a kicker and a defense anyway. Yep. That's I'm exactly pretty much that. Kickers and defenses, <laughs> so I don't have to worry about these things. Yeah, you're so <laughs> you're so sad. <laughs> that was such a good call. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, so I am very happy with this, though. Uh, Tom had sent me a trade offer earlier. He said, basically, Latavius Murray and who else for your first round pick? And I sent Tom the pick, and I said, well... It's got to be Alexander Madison because I, I straight up don't believe that Dalvin Cook can play a full season healthy, and I want a piece of that so I can potentially you know, use the, By the, way, the Madison have, trade piece. I have Madison, have Madison and Bernard, and the guy who has Mixon and the guy who has Cook are the same guy. So I wonder if there's a trade in that guy's inbox right now as this gets published. I'm not sure. 
But uh, I am very happy with that trade. Helps me shore up Latavius Murray. When Alvin Kamara went down, I had Mahomes, too, who was hurt in, on this team last year. And it wasn't be, I wasn't losing because of Mahomes. Obviously, we know how easily the quarterback position can be replaced. It was when I was down Kamara that I was really struggling with this team. And so to have Latavius Murray is a huge weight off my shoulders. Uh, round two, I ended up going with... God, who did I go with? Anybody? You went with your gut. I did. Um, hold on. I'm, oh, I'm I got Brandon click. Ayuk from uh, San Francisco, oh, yeah, which I'm very yeah. happy about. Yeah, your best pick. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good pick. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy that 2. he slipped 9, to me. Nine, he fell to. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, there were a the lot of good receivers. Round. Yeah, he was drafted yeah. in the first round. They traded up to get him. Yeah, and we know how well Debo Samuel fit in with Kyle Shanahan's offense. Brandon Ayuk, hopefully, going to be able to do a lot of things. My third round pick was Giovanni Bernard, as we talked about, a guy who can be a, a running back one. In the event of his, you know, his starter getting injured, which by the way he's done the last two years. Yeah. Joe Mixon's missed time the last two years, so I, he I'm, might not even play to start the year. He might hold out. Yeah. Who knows? He's in the last year of his contract. That's right. We've seen that happen before. And then he's uh, literally said, "I'm yeah. not going to play. I'll hold out." Oh, he no said problem. that. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. Oh yeah. Um. So then round four, because I did the two for one with Tom, the classic two for one. I now have to pick a guy who I'm essentially going to drop as a result of that trade. I picked Cam Newton. Might end up dropping somebody else depending on, you know, if Cam, if there's news about Cam or, if, you know, a quarterback's doing an at-home workout and tears his ACL and that team signs Cam immediately. Uh, but, you know, it's looking like Cam's going to be on my team for all of 36 hours or however long the, tr the trade <laughs> right. approval window well, is. Well, you know, but, that's, that's the – But we the were price. lucky to have a guy like him in the locker room, and uh, we wish him nothing but the best <laughs> in the future. Well, that's what it's like when you – you know, this is yeah. the last pick, just like in a redraft league. This is the last pick. This is the first guy you cut. So it's probably not surprising that that's the case. Yeah. I don't know if Drew Locke actually will be the first guy that I would cut. I actually, I'm not really too big, Tom. You got to You're gonna have to sell me on on holding on to Greg Olson this year because <laughs> I'm just not there for it. I'm just not there for it right now. ESPN's about yeah. to drop a seven figure deal for or no, an eight figure deal for him to go to Monday Night Football. I think so. Well, even Dalton Keene, you know, he's not a guarantee on my roster. Even Dalton yeah. Keene. If Dalton Keene can't survive. <laughs> Wait a second. You're, you're not going to keep him? Dude, you better at least try to yeah. trade him to me first. Well, Taysom Hill is going to get eligibility, folks. At least he is on uh, ESPN, so I think we'll see the avalanche He'll get it everywhere. cascade out to everyone. Can't you wait. hear me hitting the microphone on my head? Oh, my God. I'll never be rid of him. for another season, Don. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers owner did not pick up Jordan Love. Do we think that's a bad idea not to handcuff him? I, I think it's no. years away. <laughs> who cares? What's making a face before I finish that question? Yeah, yeah who gives a shit? Yeah. Why handcuff a guy that, like... That's like drafting Robert Griffin the third. Yeah, exactly. Just going through the picks now. Uh, anyone? I mean, I guess the only picks that every, everything seems like it kind of went according to pretty uh, rookie heavy. Obviously, as it, you know, this as is the second be. rookie draft the league's done. So I, I think that be more running backs kind of early on. Yeah, they all kind of went relatively when when they should. Anthony Miller like. at the four point one was pretty was a pretty good pick. Um, he was a guy that I unfortunately dropped last year just because of injuries and frustration that he hadn't performed and then of course as soon as i did he had the big game on thanksgiving and rode a wave until the end of the year i was considering taking him at the geo bernard pick of my draft but i have Cortland sutton mike evans amari cooper mike williams on this team guys that i really and believe now in Ayuk. now i <laughs> i also like i have a lot of wide receivers i believe in this yeah. team i don't need anthony miller 
I'm I'm sad that I let him go because it would have been nice to have him. It's and hard, if he started the year off early, he would have been a guy I would have tried to Anthony trade. Miller is like someone who has a super high upside. Too. Yeah, I think we've seen basically what he's going to give you, which is pretty right. reliable. And the and the Bears did just sign Ted Ginn and like every available free agent tight end. Yeah, they have nine tight ends on their roster, I believe. I think one of the better picks. Too, pretty good. Uh, in that Brandon Ayuk range, he, he took T. Higgins just ahead of you, but I really liked T. Higgins coming into yeah. the draft. He's a big-bodied receiver. And I also heard a lot of good reports about T. Higgins and Joe Burrow specifically mm-hmm. that they had worked out in the past, or I think even at the Combine they'd showed like, a really good rapport. And, and when the Bengals were interviewing Burrow, they were talking about receivers and who they liked, and, and Burrow specifically mentioned T. Higgins. And I think them actually going out and getting him bodes really well for him. I think it also puts A.J. Green like firmly on the, on the trade block if you know any team might want him for this one-year kind of rental on a franchise tag. Yeah, and uh, John Ross is not getting his fifth year renewed, so he, he's not even that great. So T. Higgins is just going to get in there and early. And Burrow had been re- uh, reviewing the Bengals playbook and whatnot for a very long time, so it's possible that he had something directly to do with that pick which I think is what you're implying anyway. And this is uh, sounding very similar to when we said, you know, Jared Goff and Cooper Cup, they used to, they used to play catch, you know? Doesn't it, Tom? Doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah. It certainly does. And, and having that connection before they even make the NFL and then, and then, you know, the, the Bengals kind of having the wherewithal to put it together, I think is nice. I also, when the pick was made, uh, I think LaVisca Chenault is also a really interesting pick at the end of the second round. It's pick 24. So, you know, at the beginning of the draft process, he was, you know, a consensus, like almost top 20 pick. He was going in the range, like where the Eagles were picking. A lot of people had him going there, but like Tom said, he had that core muscle injury that kind of bumped him back. It seems like it's going to be a little unfair. Unfortunately, the Jaguars are weird with their usage of receivers. You know, they haven't really been able to use a receiver that well, even dating back to like Allen Robinson days. So I think it'll be tough for them to put him in the right spot. But if they do, he could be like an immediate fantasy guy where like, you don't even know where he's going to line up, but you need him in your lineup. Yes. All right. So gentlemen, give yourself a grade on your draft today. Um, I mean, do, do I get to bake in the fact that I got Julio Jones? Uh, does Tom get to bake in the fact that he got Odell? I would say yes to both. I mean, then I would. I, would I think probably, we're fine. Yeah, I would mean I would probably give myself like a B plus then, just because if like you know, just just because I think the, an A plus would be like if J.K. Dobbins felt the two hundred two, or just like Kashawn Vaughn, maybe your guys trade fell through for whatever reason, and he fell to me at the two hundred two. I then I think I yeah. would have given myself like an A plus, but <laughs> I got you know the lead, what's presumed to be the lead running back on on maybe the best scoring offense in the history of football, mm-hmm. where who they're showering with praise already. So I'm excited about that. And Julio Jones is, as Tom has told me in the past, a Hall of Famer, and you shouldn't pass him up when someone offers a no. trade for him. So. No. Uh, thank Tom, you Scott wisdom, goes the modesty always, route when he gave himself a grade. Are you prepared to do the same? Absolutely not. I got an A. I yeah. traded away two running backs that were backups. I got three potential starters um, and Odell Beckham Jr. I got a receiver that can compete against anyone on his own team because that team sucks. Hmm. And I got nice. Dalton Keene, baby. Yeah, I, yeah, true. Dalton Keene really is what gives you the yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I think... Just I think damn, when we look back steal. at this and we do our, you know, it's season nine and we're doing our, our 2025 <laughs> rookie draft and we're just like, man, you know, the fourth round. Remember, this is where Tom got Dalton Keene. 
Don't Everyone will remember where they were. lurking in the midst. You just oh, got to be out there yeah, to find them. You really do. Uh, I'm going to go with a solid B, B- minus for me. Um, you know, could have been better. Could have no taken some shots on some guys. And no defenses this year. Yeah. That's definitely an upgrade from <laughs> yeah. last year. Yep. <laughs> by the end of, I think it was by week. Well, the only so the only player that was left from my rookie draft last year was the Bills is the Bills defense. I <laughs> yeah. still have them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I mean, listen, they got a couple. They could be potentially playing against a rookie quarterback. They could be playing against Jared Stidham, whose first pass was a pick six against the Jets it for all just, of all teams. So I mean, interesting to me that the Patriots have to this point at time of recording not addressed quarterback at all. They have not addressed quarterback no. at all. They no. didn't draft one. They didn't sign one. They traded for Brian Hoyer. That's all they've done. Yep, they let Jameis go to the Saints. Dalton, came Dalton, go to the. Yep, I mean, so there's only one left right now, and it's Cam. Yeah, maybe they're just and maybe they're just waiting to get him to get him a private workout. I don't know, but if or they do get him a private workout, maybe within the next you know 12 hours before I have to finalize this trade with Tom here, I might have to cut somebody some else. New, yeah, some new chips. Yeah, baby. yeah, no kidding. Uh, but we'll Let's see. Let's get that trade going. Yeah. No <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Tom, as always, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, you can find Tom on Twitter at HillierFF. Scott's on Twitter at WagsFF. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Why So Serious. The show is back, and we are on Twitter and Instagram at RutzFF. We will see you guys soon for the official start of Season 4 of Run Up the Score. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. You can be like Batman. Government is giving you an excuse to be like Batman and wear a mask in public. Sure. Why would you not take it? And why would you not keep?